0: Hey, good morning, my faithful followers. Happy Friday. It is Friday, June 11th. Well, actually, today is not Friday, but the day you're listening to this is going to be Friday. I'm recording early because Friday, Lord willing, I will be driving back to Phoenix um, and, and be done in California. Not that I'm tired of being in California because I really do love it here and it makes me sad that it turned into what it has. I mean, 10 cents for bags of paper straws? What the hell are we coming to? Okay, now, rabbit, total rabbit trail here, but can somebody please explain to me why paper straws are better than plastic straws? Because... For paper, you're killing trees, right? And that's a big no-no for, like, the granola tree hugger people, right? You can't be killing trees. And then you have, number one, when you drink through a paper straw, your drink does not, it, it's terrible. It's awful. Oh, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. It's like fingernails on the freaking chalkboard. Um, But then it, it, it like, what, it, you better guzzle your drink because the paper turns into mush and gets all mixed in with your drink. Whose brilliant friggin' idea was this? Y'all know that know me well enough? Like, that know me, that know me, know me, or who have read my book? No, I don't drink the bottom of stuff as it is. Now you're gonna have a friggin' soggy-ass piece of paper straw in my cup? That's disgusting. Good grief. Thank you Starbucks for keeping the plastic straws. It's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I've n- I just and I didn't know California has toll roads now. What the heck? I don't know when that happened, but I don't believe there were toll roads when I was growing up here. So I just it makes me sad. But I had a great time with the Stevensons. I had so many wonderful days at the beach. Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. Different beaches, different areas. Just so pretty, so beautiful, so relaxing. And, you know, the, the one thing that is uh, a little-known fact about the beaches in California, uh, if you have handicapped parking privileges, you don't have to pay for parking. Ha! <laughs> How about that? Um, I will say that it does suck in some instances because, um, for example, when we went to the Santa Monica Pier on Saturday, Monday, Sunday, I don't even freaking know what day it was anymore to be honest with you. Uh, I think it was, I think it was Saturday. We went to the pier. No, it was, I don't know. Whatever day it was, I'm sorry guys. Whatever day it was, we went to the pier and um, we got we parked, and and it took us over an hour to get out of the parking lot. It was so, it took forever. And I don't think we were in a handicapped spot, but it got me to thinking about the fact that handicapped spots are always at the front of everything, right? Right close to the entrance. So who's going to be the last ones to get out of the parking lot, Right? That's awful. I, you know, I hadn't even thought about that. Um, but yeah, because of course nobody does things graciously anymore because they just want to get to where they're going, right? They don't want to, you know, there's a way these things should work in a civilized world. You know, if we were not all acting like savages every time we got in the car, things would probably go a whole lot smoother. Um but people just can't do it. I mean, it's, it's, I don't, it's ridiculous. It should never, ever, ever take an hour to get out of a parking lot, but the beach is just packed. It's packed. And then you have, um, I think it's called beach road or whatever. I call it the strip, you know, where you're cruising all along the beach and, and whatever, but so much traffic, so many people. It's just Ugh, it's sad. Well, not sad, because I think it's great that so many people are coming and enjoying the beach, but it definitely takes away from some of the fun that you have when there's so many people, and, you know, it it becomes stressful, especially when it's time to leave. That just kind of sucks. Overall, though, I had a great time. Um, The people at the beach were all very understanding about, uh, having Garmin on the beach, although he wanted to go in the ocean so badly. Um there's pictures up on our navigating life with Lara and Garmin Facebook page and on at Garmin Navigates, the Twitter page, uh we put up a bunch of pictures of the beach and um we went to a horse ranch and I got to groom a horse. I got got some kisses from a horse which I'm not going to lie that was a little bit freaky. I was thinking please don't bite my face. That would really hurt. Um, but there's some really great pictures of the beach and um you know the horse and it was it was it was a lot of fun. And uh you know Garmin had a great time. He got lots of work in. He did so great with all the crowds and you know at the beach, people just bring their dogs, like, walking, I mean, obviously, okay, so regular dogs, pets, are not allowed on the beach beach. But they are allowed to walk on the boardwalk, and, you know, they're allowed in the restaurants most of the time, if you're, you know, the outdoor seating and, and all that. And Garmin did such a great job. Like, he didn't even care. He was, he was going along. I had Sally cracking up. We were, there was this one dog that just kind of kept barking and following him, kind of, and and Garmin just kind of kept looking at him, and I, <laughs> I did my Garmin voice, and I said, "Hey, bro, I'm working here, but uh, give me a number from my bar and text me later." <laughs> so, I mean, it's so much fun doing his voice, especially out in public, you know, because you know, people look at me like I'm crazy. I think Sally made a comment on something about she was debating on telling people I was special needs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, hey, I'm fine <laughs> um, I just want to have fun, you know i I did not experience a lot as a child, and now I just have such a childlike nature, and you know, I want to have fun and I want to be silly and goofy and ridiculous, you know, and I want to make people laugh that's I think that's probably my biggest thing. I don't try to be just. You know, ridiculous and stupid. I really want to make people laugh. I want to put a smile on people's face. Even though you can't see it right now because everybody's still wearing their stupid fachy masks. I want to put a smile on people's face. I feel like these last couple of years, last year and a half, whatever, has just been brutal on people. And there's not enough smiling. There just isn't. There's people that are just so used to wearing the masks, they're just not going to take them off. That's awful let the world see your smile come on you know it, it is amazing how much you can brighten someone's day just by smiling and saying hello and even like how I talked about with Sally on Tuesday um even blind people I know when somebody's smiling at me when they say hello there is a huge difference I mean just listen hello hello Which one was I smiling? You know, there is a huge difference. You know, hi. Hi! You know, it just, it comes out of your mouth differently when you have a smile on your face. And blind or not, people catch that. And when you keep that smile during a conversation, it becomes infectious. And you'll notice that as you're conversing, the other person is starting to smile you know their eyes are starting to light up there is one of my most favorite songs is by i want to say toby mac and it's called speak life and it is just such a great song i recommend you you look it up and listen to it but in it it, it just it talks about how when you speak hope and you speak life people's eyes just brighten you know we we can nobody can control your attitude but yourself and the words you say what comes out of your mouth you know you got that's going to determine your mood if you you know tell yourself you're going to be in a bad mood then you're going to be in a bad mood If you walk around with a scowl on your face all day, you're going to be in a bad mood. And chances are, the people around you aren't going to be in a very good mood either. Nobody wants to be around a crotchety pants. I mean, come on. So, you know, keep a smile on your face. I mean, I have a lot going on right now. And life, you know what? Life throws a lot of crap my way. And... If that's all I focus on, then that's all I'm going to see. But there's so much more, you know? There's so much more. And having the time that I had these last couple weeks has... I've, I've learned a lot being around the Stevenson's, I'll tell you that. Um, just about being in a good mood, regardless of your circumstances. We have circumstances that we cannot control and if you're you know visually impaired or disabled at all you can't control that that's not something that you chose but there's a reason that you have what you have okay and and learning how to be thankful and cheerful despite your challenges is hard that's the hardest i think that's the hardest lesson that I've had to learn, and I struggle with it every day, but when you see people keep a good attitude, I mean, come on, how many people do you know that could sit in a parking lot at nine o'clock at night trying to go home, knowing you have an hour and a half drive ahead of you, how many people do you know that can sit in that parking lot and have a good attitude the whole time, The whole, uh, okay, there was one little incident, but it was, it was warranted and we won't get into that. Right, Sally? (laughs) Anyway, um, it, it just, it takes, it takes a special kind of person, it seems like. And I, I don't think I know anybody else that could sit in a parking lot like that and stay cheerful and not be snapping at the people in the, you know, in the car with you or just yelling and cussing at the people that are cutting the line or whatever, but to just sit and have a normal conversation or listen to the radio or, you know, whatever and not have it turn into a huge event, you know, that's a big deal to me. That's a big deal because in my world, I don't see that, you know, and the more... I've been around them, the more I want to be like that. It's just, it's so amazing. And, you know, they, they're they just really good people. And I feel like, I feel like when you have challenges, sometimes people get into this mode where they feel like, Everything is and everything always will be a challenge. And I feel like you're just setting yourself up for failure uh, when you think that way. Because I know my life is going to have a lot of challenges. I know that just because I don't see. That doesn't even include the challenges that are going to come just with life, you know? So let's talk about that for a minute. So one of the challenges that comes with life involves my move. Let's talk about the move for a moment, okay? A sighted person could drive out to Florida, not have to worry about the planes and the TSA and the vaccine and the worry about having to have a vaccine to be able to travel in the country and, you know, you'd be able to just get in your car and go. Check out the areas you wanted to check out. See what you wanted to see. You know, take your time. Go where you wanted to go. Figure out what you wanted to do. And then come home, pack, load up a U-Haul, and go about your business. However, I don't get to do that, guys. You want to know how exhausting this is going to be for me? Just talking about it is exhausting. Okay? Remember... Justin and I are both visually impaired. And this is how, this is what our plan so far is. Whether or not this is what actually happens, I have no guarantees. But this is what the plan is. And this is, mind you, because we can't do it the other way. Okay, just keep that in mind. So, our plan is to talk to Justin's brother and him and his girlfriend are to meet us Somewhere, they're going to fly from Connecticut and we'll fly from Phoenix into um, Atlanta or, you know, Tampa or somewhere. Um, Somewhere that we don't have to change planes because, see, in Pensacola, to get to Pensacola, we would have to change planes and get on one of those little regional crappy planes. Um, So, changing planes, remember, visually impaired. Not super easy for us, especially when you have a limited time frame for your layover. Okay, so keep that in mind. Okay, so we want to meet his brother somewhere where we don't have where we can get a nonstop flight, and and um, we'll rent a car and we'll we'll drive and kind of do what we, what we can and you know see the places we want to see and we have to try and do it all within a couple of days. And then get to the airport and fly back. And that's just for the visiting part. Justin wants to go out at least twice. And then comes the move. Okay, moving, you know, five or six miles was hard enough. I'm I'm dreading moving across the country because I know. I know how anxious and stressed out Justin gets. God bless his heart. He does not handle moving well. Okay, so there's going to be that. Then there's going to be, well, what do we do? Do we get, like, one of those pods and load it and have it moved? Or do we have somebody fly out and then we rent a U-Haul and drive? Or, you know, what do we do? How do we, and then, well, we can't really rent a U-Haul and drive because there'd be too many people. So we would have to rent a car and a trailer. It just, it's, uh uh-huh. I know it sounds like I'm talking myself out of it, but I'm just trying to give you a glimpse of how much work this is going to be. And I think that ought to let you know how badly I want this. I don't want to stay in Arizona. I want to be where there's a beach. Not California, unfortunately, because, well, I couldn't afford California anyways, but it's just become such a crap hole. I could do Georgia. I could do Alabama. I could do Florida. I could do any of those um, Gulf Coast states. And yes, I know all about the hurricanes and the alligators and all of that. That's not even any of my concern. My concern is just getting there right now. Just get me there. You know? Uh, You know, and so... it's going to be a process. And it's going to be stressful. Okay? That leaves me with a choice. Do I let that stop me? Or do I push forward and achieve my goal? I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I can't just not do it. I can't. Everybody knows this is what I want. And if I, if I bail on my dream... What kind of example am I? I mean, really. That, I had said for years and years and years, probably at least 15 years, that I was going to write a book. Had, <laughs> I, I didn't expect it to take as long as it did, but I got it done. And you know what? It's a damn good book, and the sales are doing decent, and I am so proud of myself because I didn't just give up. It wasn't just talk. It was, it was hard to get it started. It took a lot of work to put it all together. But that challenge, achieving it was, what I mean, I didn't, I conquered that challenge. I bitch slapped that challenge because it turned out better than I even expected it to. Just the book itself. I'm not even talking about the sales. I'm talking about the book itself. It turned out way better than I expected it to. And I'm super proud of that. And this move is going to turn out way better than I expect it to. I don't know what challenges are going to come along with it. I don't know when exactly it's going to happen. I would really like for it to happen in January. That's, you know, obviously that's my goal, but... Goals can be changed. Goals can be modified. Timelines can be changed. You know, things happen. You know, states are opening up. California said they were going to open up on June 15th. And now their governor is saying, no, never mind. Um, you know, the way this world is changing, I may have to adjust my plan. But my plan is still my plan. Whether it gets adjusted or goes forward as previously stated, okay. The point is don't let challenges stop you, okay? Because no matter what, there's gonna be another one. If you have something you wanna do and you come across hurdles, you can either jump over them or turn back. But keep in mind, if you turn back, there could always be another hurdle down the opposite way. You know, you never know what life's gonna throw at you, and you have to be able to face it with the the mindset of "I'm going to take this challenge on." Um, I know people they didn't they didn't expect to go blind. you think you think they had a plan for that? No, people don't plan for that kind of stuff. People don't plan, what if I end up crippled? What if I end up blind? What if I lose an arm? What, people don't plan for that kind of stuff. And, you know, it sounds kind of morbid to say that you should. Um, but even as far as, like, where you, even if you drive, okay, where you move, you ought to think about public transportation. What happens when your car breaks down and you still have to get to work? or school. Can you afford to take an Uber everywhere? You might just have to make some adjustments that you hadn't previously considered. So I feel like keeping a good attitude and an attitude of constant fluidity, um, I don't even know if that's a word, but being fluid and being able to roll with the punches and and go with the flow and do what you need to do with a good attitude because the worse your attitude is, the more people are not going to want to be around you. If I'm going through something and I have a crappy attitude, people aren't going to be as likely to be there and support and help me as I would, as they would if I were to have a better, more positive attitude about the situation. People don't want to be about be around a rump. They darn sure don't want to help you if you aren't even gonna have an attitude of being grateful. So just keep those things in mind as you, you know, go through your weekend and you plan your week. Um, maybe try and plan to put a smile on somebody's face. Maybe try to challenge yourself to keep a smile on your face, um, regardless of what happens. Uh, you know, find somebody to give a compliment to, you know, we really, really need to start lifting each other up and, and helping each other get to a better place mentally. There is so much crap going on in the world and people just seem so angry and hurt and bitter and frustrated. So let's, let's try to ease that a little bit. Let's, let's take a lesson from the Stevenson's. And, and just be kind to people, whether you know them or not. Take a minute to offer help to somebody if they need it. You know? Let's just be kind to each other, guys. Anyway, that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I look forward to talking to you guys on Tuesday. Be sure to check out the pictures on the Navigating Life with Laura and Garman Facebook page and the Twitter page at Garmin Navigates. Uh, Send us an email, a message. Um, I'd really love to connect with you guys. And I have a question for uh, my fellow blind folks. How do you guys dream? What are your dreams like? If you're total, do you dream? Do you have dreams? What do you dream like? Um, If you're colorblind, do you dream in color? Um, I'm pretty sure I can see in my dreams. From what I... Either that or I only dream when it's a time of day that I can see. Because I can see everything in my dreams. So I'm wondering, and I've been asked that question. And I can only answer for myself. So I'm definitely curious what y'all's dreams look like. Hit me up and let me know. Um, Otherwise, have a great weekend, guys. And I will talk to you on Tuesday. Have a good one.